Hi, I'm Holly Cates, personal stylist and style coach extraordinaire. Hi, I'm Nolan Meter, celebrity stylist, shopping messiah, and accessory addict. We are the best friends that you never knew that you needed. We are the industry insiders and fashion's odd couple. In both of our everyday lives and at industry events, we see the best and unfortunately the worst in clothing and style. We are fashion partners in crime dedicated to stopping the most heinous of all fashion crimes on the street, the runways, and beyond. Join us as we take you inside our world, spilling the secrets of our experiences in the industry and inside our minds, judging people in the most loving way possible most of the time and stopping <laughs> fashion criminals dead in their crocs. It's more important than just the do's and don'ts. Jump on the Hot Mess Express as we teach you how to be your best and most stylish self. Hello, everyone. This is Fashion Crimes Podcast with your host, me, the lovely, gorgeous, beautiful, amazing. And so humble. And so humble, Holly Kate style. This is my fairy gay mother, Nolan Meter, my very best gay, delightfully codependent. And Nolan, can I just say, this is BFD day. This is the biggest fucking deal we've ever had. The best guest we've ever had. Nolan hit it because I don't do her justice the way you do. No. So I have one of my favorite people here ever. And she's like officially part of my posse. And so I'll give you a hint. She has one name like Madonna. That's what I like to say when I introduce her to people. I have Gravy with me who is influencer extraordinaire, lifestyle, fashion, you name it, she does it. Queen of everything, queen of fucking everything. Where have you been featured recently, Gravy? Let's see. I see in your picture Pop Sugar, I think, In Style. Where else? I mean, you're everywhere. Hello, everyone. Hello. You got me cheesing over here so hard. (laughs) I miss you so much. I, I miss our adventures. Gravy and I have so much fun together. It's amazing. You know what? This is what you look forward to getting together with your friends and thinking back about everything that you do and makes you smile. And no matter how long the days are, it's just a thrill because it's memorable and we do it with such so much joy. I love it. And I'm like just dying to get back together and just doing all that stuff we used to do. It's I know. I miss our old life. <laughs> I miss our definitely. old life. I know. And Gravy, I just keep saying, you know, you're really good friends with Dolan. I said, you know, she doesn't realize she's going to be really good friends with me, too. She just doesn't know it yet. So um, (laughs) we're excited to have you. And we cannot wait to hear about all the things that you have to tell us. I mean, you are just a queen, makeup queen, influencer queen, plus size, whatever. What don't you do? I don't know. Like, my God, I want to tap into everything. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you, you know, you know what I see, and whenever I see it, it makes me think of you. There's that meme of one of the houses of New York, Sonia Morgan, going, "I'm an international fashion lifestyle brand." <laughs> oh, I love that. That makes me think of you because you are an international fashion and lifestyle brand. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. I Let's mean... be honest. So, I think we should start with how we met. I remember the first night we met. We met through um, our mutual friend Michelle, whom we all we all know. Holly, you know Michelle. Yes, um, Michelle at Lahorda. She is amazing and so sweet. I've read her blogs since I was like fourteen years old or whatever, and I was like young and awkward. <laughs> and so, Gravy and I like met through Instagram. And finally, I think it was it was the Eleven on Array Fashion Show was the first time I met you when we got to sit next to each other. It was so much fun. But I spotted you on the line. I spotted you on the line at Spring Studio. 
You were like careful. Yeah. You were like careful. I'm a hugger. I was like, oh my God, I love her already. And I like walked up to you like, oh my God, it was so much fun. And since then we've had a great many adventures. I mean, a lot of adventures that some I've been invited to, some I haven't been invited to, some that I haven't been in New York for. I mean, I'm not bitter. I mean, bitter party of one. But y'all have done some pretty balls things together. I mean, tons of shows, tons of events. So what are our like couple favorite funny memories and favorite fashion memories before we go into your, you know, global fashion takeover and your personal opinions on fashion crimes? What are our favorite stories? Well... We have Anasui, which oh, is our, oh. you know, that was the last, the last show that we did before we came into quarantine, because they usually show at the end of the week. And it's something that we look forward to. So that was really cool. We were together and um, we also did the museum exhibit. Oh, that was amazing. The opening of the Anasui exhibit at the Museum of Art and Design. That was so much fun. What are the, I mean, there are some funny ones. I'm trying to think what our like funniest memories are. Gravy is a jack of all trades when it comes to food. She is a foodie. I am a foodie. We are foodies together, our partners in being foodies. Gravy knows every fabulous restaurant. So one day, her and I and our friend went for Korean barbecue for lunch, and Gravy orders this drink, and it tasted like those peach rings you get at the grocery store. It was so good and so sweet. I just didn't realize how strong they were. It was a so, creeper. It was really good, but I showed up to my business management class half in the bag. <laughs> Not my proudest You know moment. what you had? You had a Mad Men moment. Have you seen that show? No, I haven't. I just finished it. It's so good. And it reminds me so much of the life we used to have. Meetings and networking and drinking all day. Because <laughs> that's pretty much the diet, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah, it is around and it's cocktail from yes. morning to night. And you barely eat anything. Mm -hmm. So definitely going to Koreatown to get some food is always a highlight. But that drink, soju, it's a must. They have so many flavors. The apple's great. The peach is definitely a favorite. And they give you these little tiny shot glasses. And you're like, oh, this is sweet. It's nice and cool. It's not going to do anything. And by the time you get up, that's it. I got into my class and my classmate, my friend turned around and goes, are you drunk? I said, it's possible. We'll see about that. I, I mean, it was it was kind of mortifying, actually, but it was hysterical. That's one of my favorite stories. I'm trying to think. I mean, we have so many. My favorite, oh my gosh, we went to a Halloween party together. I had way too much fun dancing all night. Gravy is part of my Fashion Week posse. So we go to everything. We see everything. She knows the Fashion Week diet just like I do, which is not eating and then drinking all day. So you think you're going to die a little bit. Yeah. You know. But let's talk about who, you know, we need to talk about who she is so people understand her influence. Yes. So how did you get your start? Like, it's a very interesting story because it's not how most people start, like, as an influencer. So tell us, like, your journey of how you became, like, a go-to for so many brands, every brand in the book that I know. Let me tell you something. This is when networking and being curious comes to play. You have to have an open mind and just ask questions, which is what I do. I, I have like this personality that I just, I come across very open. So whenever I meet someone, I'm very like, Hey, I don't know what's going on, but can you like cook it up? What's, what do you do? This is my name. Let's follow each other on Instagram and connect with people like that. But in the beginning, um, it was completely like, by mistake that I got into the whole um, influencer space 
because I was working in real estate with my husband and I always had a passion for beauty and my Instagram account, I've had it for a couple of years and I had a good, like a good following for a regular user. And, um, I attended an event with a friend of mine and they had a VIP area for influencers and I had a VIP ticket, but as a regular consumer for the event. And I was like, what, what the fuck is an influencer? I I have a VIP ticket and I didn't see where you could purchase that ticket on the website. So they gave me, um, it was like a, a notepad, fill out your information. We'll get in contact with you. Maybe next year you could come in into this space. And I was like, okay, because most of the attendees were YouTubers and I was not familiar with YouTubers. I wasn't familiar with any of that stuff. My, that was like three years ago. I'm not kidding. <laughs> and, um, I fill it out and they emailed me and they're like, Hey, you don't have the following because I didn't have a YouTube channel, but we love your content. And I was like, what the fuck is content? What are they saying to me? So they're like, we love your content. So we want to let you into our program, which basically was um, a space where influencers could come together, share information, learn about networks where they could apply for work um, and also receive gifts in exchange for posts. Where in the beauty space is like a really big deal. So I fell into the beauty space first because of that event, but it was by mistake. But my content, as they said, right, was always lifestyle. I loved um, posting my vacations, food, my family. But I did have a lot of beauty there because it's always been a passion of mine. I received a couple of products. Um, this was in October. So holidays were coming up and I, was, I started to receive product because I was investigating in the website how the whole thing works. They sent me Lancome products. And I created a selfie with the Lancome products. Next thing you know, I'm in their profile, which I started screaming because I told my husband, I scroll to the beginning and there's not one regular person there because to me, that's what I was, you know? I was like, I'm next to Lupita and Penelope Cruz. Wow. What's going on? (laughs) But that's where you belong in life. Let's be honest. You you belong next to Lupita and Penelope Cruz, the fabulous women. And that was from one post? That was from one post. That was my first repost, my first brand collaboration. It was amazing. And I was like, I'm going to take this seriously. So by early February, I started pitching everyone. But what I did was I emailed customer service because I didn't know what else to do. And I would send them pictures of myself and say, hey, I love your product. This is what I do. This is a picture of me wearing your lipstick. This is a picture of me with your eyeshadow palette. And I got into every list, Becca, Drunk Elephant, Physicians Formula. I mean, the list goes on. And a lot of the women that were in the forum where I was, you know, getting information from, like how to pose and edit and things like that, because I didn't know, they were like, how are you doing this? I've been doing this for years and no one would even send me PR. And I'm like, well, I just email customer service (laughs) and I send them pictures. And then slowly PR companies started emailing me, inviting me to events. You know, of course, there's a lot of trial and error. You don't know what you're doing. People don't really like to share that much information anyway. They feel like you're a threat. So they're like, I can't tell you or whatever. So that does happen. I've been very blessed that I've met like really good people that have supported me and, you know, see me as someone that could actually uplift them as well. And, you know, like that's how I have like my little circle and we do things together. But in the beginning, it was very lonely. And then my page became a beauty page. 
And that was not the intent. I was like, well, I don't like my, my face in every single picture. That's how I feel. I'm like, I'm not a freaking supermodel. Like, I don't want to take my picture every second. Like, I feel the same way. Yeah. So I was like, I need to bring it back. I need to make it more authentic. And the people that were here originally are here because they were following me for food. And, you know, my family, I have those followers from years ago asking, so what are you doing this weekend? Where should we go? And what's found? Because people feel like once you have kids, life is over, which is not true. And that was my whole thing. Like, yep, you can bring your child to that restaurant and you can bring your child to this to that beach and it's okay. And you could, you know, have a nightlife and still bring them and they, they, they will behave. It's totally fine. So that's why lifestyle is so important because you show people, don't sit in the couch, just watching someone else. Let me give you some information and you don't have to break the bank, you know, to keep up with whomever you could have a good time and explore your city so that was something that was really important to me. So I brought it back like that summer. I was like, back to lifestyle. And that's when I did my first fashion week. I got invited to a couple of shows and it was through beauty. By the end of the year, I started earning income. And my husband's like, well, we're going to open up an LLC because, you know, that's the way we think. And we're like, let's separate this. This is working out. And now I'm doing it full time. It's really good. That's so great. The, the fashion space was also something that I was interested in because first, you know, your appearance is key. You can't walk around. And I, I saw a lot of the beauty girls, they like to wear sweatpants. And when they do leave their house, it's just like a tight dress. And I'm like, but that's not style. But they don't have to have style because they're just showing their face. It's fine. But when it comes to lifestyle and you want to work with other brands, you need to say, this is how your brand fits me. And I love mixing things. I don't follow anything. It's just what makes me feel good, how I'm comfortable. And I have a lot of women, all shapes, sizes, heights, and age groups that love what I do, which makes me so happy because I don't want to be labeled into anything. I want everyone that feels like I could actually take something from the site that makes me feel a little better or, you know, fix myself up to take that with them. And I get a lot of, you know, I got a lot of DMs. They'll be like, hey, that little yellow bag you always wear, I have one too, and I didn't know what to do with it. So it has nothing to do with age. It has nothing to do with size because people fear afraid. They're like, mm, let me just go for the black, the black bag, <laughs> the brown shoes and call it a day. But other things make you feel really good, especially when it brings color. And I love when, especially men stop me in the street. I'm not walking around. Well, sometimes I do show, show my boobs a lot, but mm -hmm. that's just like, <laughs> it just happens. It just happens. It you just have to happens. ask that. So why not? <laughs> I mean, they are they are noticeable. Yes, they're noticeable. <laughs> they are noticeable. The twins. <laughs> the twins. Yes. So a fun bra, you know, use a right. really fun lacy bra, and it's like, okay, that's on purpose to make the outfit even better. But men always compliment shoes. They love fun platform shoes, boots. Big coats. They love big, colorful coats. It's mm -hmm. surprise. Like, it's not, you know, just for women, but men actually like that. So you never know. 
So now, okay. So now you're, you're doing this for a living. So do our brands reaching out to you now and saying, Hey, take our picture, take your picture with our product. This is what you should say. How strict is it? Do you have creative freedom? What's it like? Well, usually it works with a brief. They have a concept and, you know, when they find you, they're like, you know, we've been looking at your profile. These are the pictures that we like. Can you recreate something like that for us? I see. Okay. Which is really amazing. Like out of, you know, everybody knows, I know 80,000 influencers during this whole pandemic. The only one that I know who's steadily working is gravy. Right. Yeah, good for her. That's awesome. Which is like, because you have a following. How many followers do you have now? It's at 48. So you're at 48, right? So I see brands that reach out to you like 48's a lot. It's a lot. But then we also have friends who have 500, but you're getting better deals than them. And which is because A, your personality, B, your engagement is better. And C, it's a perfect example of it's not size, it's how you use it. You know what I mean? It's how you my joke, it. really. You two are awful. <laughs> when people, you know what it is, is when people come along and they see like this is a lifestyle and it's relatable, the brand feels more comfortable saying, I could trust you with our name. How, do you, of- how do you switch? How do you divide your time between beauty, lifestyle, fashion, food? How do you divide it? <laughs> I actually shoot once a week. The rest of the week, I am focused at home mm-hmm. with my family. I do work. I have my, you know, my time set up for emails and, you know, answering people back and engaging. You have to be on top of everything, answering questions and DMs. And I'm in different platforms, but my main one is Instagram. But I can only shoot once a week. I can't do it every day. I used to do it on the go when before the pandemic, but I feel like now it's even better because I can actually take my time to create something, put something together with care and it shows. And I, I don't really have one of those feeds that is like coordinated by color. Like that will drive me crazy. The only thing that I do is like, I try to have a clear blue sky. So that way the photo can look its best, but it's mainly trying to see what I'm working on at the moment. So it's like fall's coming. If it's skincare, we're going to look for hydration. SPF is so important. So an SPF that is not so heavy, maybe um, a BB cream. And that's what I would like to try to show to the audience. Do you take your own pictures or do you have yeah. a photographer? Oh, you do? Yeah. My husband helps me, my son. I've, I've done them in the past. Between Gravy and Michelle, I have stood in, literally in oncoming traffic to take a picture. Gravy seen it. Wow. And so you you take your own pictures. Obviously, they're good enough. You don't have to hire anybody to do that for you. We have all the equipment. We have the lighting. We have cameras. For the most part, I use my phone because I like, you know, be instant. And I can airdrop. My husband does the edits. Okay. So... I could just airdrop him the photo and he'll edit them. That's why it's very important to just take the picture when the light is best. If you're doing natural light, nothing after five o'clock. I I try to avoid that. It looks really good. I think it looks great. But if I get hired, you know, that's for my organic content. Then I will use my camera. But it's very rare. Sometimes they don't require it unless they want the photos. Then, you know, 
I try to do it with my camera. That way they could have the best quality. So you have a million beauty products, Avi. I mean, and, and clothes and all that kind of stuff. What is like, do you find yourself using the same products every day? And when people send you stuff, are you like, ugh, now I have to use a new cream? Like how, how do you manage it all? And how do you keep all the cream straight? Because I yell at Nolan all the time because he makes me buy a fucking eye serum at this or that, whatever. And it's just so it's it's a lot. But he's like, if you don't want wrinkles, this is what you have to do. Look so, at gravy skin. I okay? know. It's flawless. There's she, a reason for it. She also has a lot of melanin in her skin. And she probably is younger than me. So you can yes, suck it. But still. And <laughs> not you, Gravy Nolan can suck it. And so what you know, how do you if somebody gives you a product and you're like, well shit, I already have my skin routine. How do you do you how do you stay authentic? I guess is my question. You know what? I am very lucky that I don't have sensitive skin. I could try pretty much anything. Yeah. But I'm very honest with the brands. I'm like, thank you for sending this to me. Right now, I'm not sure I'm going to try it because I'm using something else. Oh, so. so you're honest. I love. I'm very honest. That's really rare, too, to be like, listen, I love you, but the, like this this product isn't great. <laughs> you know? Wow. But, you know, ultimately what they want, they want you to test it out, but they also want you to share it. And I'm like, right. I might be under contract with a competitor. So can you match that? Mm. If you are going to want me to share your product, Next month, I could totally do it. And this is how much it's going to cost you. <laughs> I got you. And then you're pretty authentic about it. Yes. Because yeah. I'm like, I can't just share every cream that comes to my door. And that's what I used to do in the beginning. Oh, yes. To get your name out there, you, you have to do it all. But there is no brand loyalty. You ha also have to think about your audience. They're not buying a cream every week. Right. They don't understand that you actually have to use it day and night. You have to keep up with your routine and it shouldn't last you so long because, you know, the product will become useless. It's going to get full of germs. It's going to expire. You have to use the product and move on to the next. So if you don't explain that to people, they're going to be like, why are you showing me 20 mascaras? I don't need all of that. You might. Yes, actually, you do. Every two months you need a new mascara, but that's <laughs> not every week. Right, right. No, I, I mean, as a woman, I can't. No one doesn't wear makeup other than concealer, but um, I, I do need a good concealer. Yeah. I, have oh, bags I have a for great days. concealer to share. My um, favorite one, Wonder Beauty. You gotta Wonder get that. Wonder Beauty. I will okay, get we'll it. put it's that in the show notes. Concealer. Yeah, it's a dual concealer. It has the cream and the liquid. So it kind of works as a foundation. You could have it in your bag on the go, and it's perfect. That's the one that I use. Tell us just real quick, your favorite foundation, your favorite SPF, your favorite lipstick. Go. Okay. So for SPF, I love Basia. It's a skin perfecting BB cream. That's what I use. I could use that on a really good day. I don't need foundation. It's, it's the whole nine, right? For full coverage, The Bomb by Kevin Aquan is my absolute favorite. Okay. All this is going to be in the show notes, so don't worry. Okay, go ahead. It is so good. I love Becca Cosmetics. For highlighters, blushes, those are great. And lipstick? Lipstick. That's your jam is your lipstick. Jafra's lipsticks are great. And Laura Mercier lip gloss. Okay, why? What makes those better? Well, the Jafra one smells so good. Oh. The pigment is great. Yeah, because they have like, so in Lancome, they also have a really pleasant scent. 
So I nice. love those lipsticks. They have Lancome is really pretty. The Jafra, they have this lipstick called Fuego, which was my everything this summer. It's sort of like an orangey red. Yeah, that's what you have on right now, I think. Right now, I, I was actually trying um, a Charlotte Tilbury. It's the only one that I own. We love a bit of Charlotte Tilbury. What is this called? Legendary. It's legendary by Charlotte Tilbury. That one's really pretty for fall. I was just trying to match the, um, the outfit I'm putting together for tomorrow. <laughs> so, yeah, but the Jaffa one is great. It's called Fuego, and it makes your teeth look like you just got a, a whitening. Ooh, I need that. I love that. I do wipe my teeth on the regular, but I'm very paranoid about that. So I love stuff that makes my teeth look white. So what are some fashion crimes that offend you the most that you see? Oh, because, honey, we have dished it out. We talk about, we make fun of ourselves, but we love to make fun of other yeah, people. Yeah, so I want to, like, because I know how hysterical you are when we make fun of people, you, just you and I. So you got to bring that tea. Yeah. You know what's my biggest pet peeve? Summer earrings, like the fringy ones during the fall and winter. I don't get it. Okay, so the fringy earrings that you see all over the place. Every Southern woman at the beach wears those fringe earrings. Sorry. Yes, that's fine at the beach. I love it. Like I wore some to the, I was in the Hamptons. I went to the vineyard and I had, you know, it wasn't fringy, but it was from a line that makes earrings just like that. And that's cool. But once summer is over, I don't want to see your wool jacket and a fringy earring. Everybody put your tassels away. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I've seen it. And I've seen influencers do it. And it's the worst. And then they want to claim they're fashion editors. I'm like, please stop. Stop right now. You're like, reel it in. Reel it in. You look crazy. You look crazy. Okay, what else? Keep going. What else? I know you've got a list, sister. Oh, my gosh. What's your shoe fashion crime like we hate bitches who can't walk in heels that's what we talk about all the time and me myself included but I you know I know what I can and can't wear so what's what's your shoe pet peeve dirty scuffed up white boots oh yeah that's a bad one that's true because that's such like a downtown girl New York thing they all have their white boots but when they look ratty yeah yeah and then you're going to fashion week with it like what Oh, see, one another one of my pet peeves is like, there are these influencers, and Gravy and I know a few, who, I mean, influencers are very easily typecast. It's like, oh, she is the plus size girl. She is the girl who wears the weird boots or like, whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My least favorite are the ones who like try to embrace their typecast, but do it terribly. So like, there's one in particular who I, I'm not, we're not going to say her name because, you know, it just it doesn't matter. But there's one in particular we both know who she showed up wearing this god awful, I mean, she looked like she was wearing a trash bag. Mm-hmm. It's just terribly fitting clothes on influencers. Like you're, you are like, this is what you do for a living and you show up in terribly fitting clothes. I can't do it. A lot of the time they're trying to keep up with trends yeah. and people need to understand what's flattering for you. It doesn't matter what's cool right now. If it does not look good on your body, don't do it. And a lot of influencers love to pull. They love to borrow things. I Mm -hmm. refuse. I don't, everything that I have, I own it. And that's one thing that I tell brands. You want me to work with you? You need to understand that I need to keep the clothing because I'm going to restyle it forever and ever. If I love it, I'm going to keep it. And I need my audience to see it because if they happen to purchase anything, not that that's what I, I don't push anyone to buy anything. Like, 
Okay. Can I don't we know back what's up? happening. Can yeah. we back up? I hate to interrupt you, but a lot of that's a big misconception that I want you to clear up. So if you're an influencer, people think the brands pay you to wear their clothes or use their makeup or whatever it is. But explain the difference between what you do and what a lot of influencers are pegged to do. Okay. So brands have specific campaigns that they want to target with specific demographics. So that's how they pick you to participate in it. For the most part, you should be creating organic content that makes you happy and can be relatable to your audience. Based on that content, that's how you're chosen. And once you're chosen, you're like, okay, I fit this brand. That brand picks you, other brands pick up on that too. Because they're all competitors, right? Mm -hmm. They want to work with the same people. But the key is to have relatable content, especially now with the pandemic. There's a lot of content that's out there that makes no sense. Like people in their (laughs) gowns. Where are you going? There's a gala? Six feet apart. That doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, right. I agree with you. Or a whole bunch of luxury items. Like I have a lot of things, but I don't choose. I choose not to show it because everyone's losing their job or they're, you know, whatever. You don't know what's happening. Showing them 5,000 Chanel things or Fendi things. Yes, it's all beautiful, but could also make people want to unfollow you. I love that you're so real and authentic and you're, you're taking it very seriously to the point where you're like, I'm not going to be wearing this million dollar whatever because it's not realistic at the moment. It's not, it doesn't fit the climate. I, I love yeah. that. I love well, that. And that's a really conscious thing too. I think that a lot of influencers sometimes miss is that like the people following you and this is rare what you said, like I don't pull, like push people to buy things. You're like, what people think influencers do is just like essentially like buy this, buy this, buy this. No, the brands hire them to showcase it and what it looks like when it's used successfully, not to push it on you, but to show you what it looks like when it's done well. Ah. And that's something that you have to make clear with the brands a lot. Oh my God. I get these emails all the time. They're like, Hey, we have this great product. I'm going to give you a code and here's an affiliate link. I'm excuse me. I don't even know what that is. And they could give me like a third eye. So why would I share that with my audience? I don't know if I'm going to like it. Right. Why would I be promoting it? You don't know if I have a contract with someone else. I'll be breaching my contract, telling people to swipe up for your thing. And I have a set rate. This is what it is for reference. Because what I'll make in one post, it'll take me like 5,000 swipe ups right, for me to right. from you. So mm-hmm. it's not worth my time. I'm like, I don't have time for swipe ups. I refuse to do affiliate links with a lot of brands because it's so time consuming and it can be super annoying. And it's really tedious. Then you have to calculate uh, what you're selling, what their percentage is, what your percent. Yeah, forget it. And And it's like you're reaching out to me. Why am I proving to you that I can make sales? Who told you that I'm not? Am I in a department store trying to make commission? That's just strange. Like, and no. So when you get something like a handbag, though, this is where I th- it's the think the lines are a little blurred. How do you know if it fits your brand, fits your image? It's a bag. Like how that's to me is hard. Jewelry, I understand. Makeup, I understand. But something like a bag, I mean, anybody can wear any bag anytime. So I know if you style it the right way, but give us some clarification on that. Oh, when I choose bags, I try to choose bags that are not, they're midpoint pricing. Okay. Because if someone's going to invest in a bag, they're, they want it to last. 
It's not going to be like, oh, this is good for three months and I'm going to get rid of it. I, I'm very like aware of my audience. There's a lot of mothers, people from my community because I hashtag Queens New York. Mm-hmm. And they tell me, they're like, I'm so glad I found you. And oh, I, I was eating there the other day. So it makes them feel connected to me. Like I'm a friend. And knowing these women live in these areas, they're like, well, I'm not buying Gucci every day. So that's not the type of product that I want to push out. You could have something that looks similar, the same shape, and it will still make that person happy. And that's why I work with brands that create product for the everyday girl. But I make it into my own style, obviously, which makes them feel more comfortable purchasing it. Because if it's just like, okay, here's a bag and I'm wearing a regular dress. It's like, okay, whatever. It's not Mm -hmm. that interesting. Right. You have to try to make it interesting too. It's a lot of work what you do. Wow. It's a lot of work. I see things. People email me lists like, oh, have this gift, a PDF full of product, and they want to give you something. And I think about what's in my closet. Like, okay, how can I make this work? All right. I I, I want this and that. And I'll organically place it in my content when it fits. I'm never in a rush to publish something for someone. I receive like winter things in the summer. I'm like, you're not seeing this now. Right. I saw people taking pictures with jackets and it was July. I'm like, why? (laughs) <laughs> wait, no one's looking for that. No, you're no right. One's looking for that right now. Like, just wait. And the brand cannot get upset. I'm like, you're just going to have to wait. I love that you're so real and you, and you don't mess around and you tell the truth. And I think a lot of people are in it to make the money. And you're like, I got the money. That's not the issue. I'm going to put you in the best light that you can be put in. And if that means it's six months from now, I'll do it but you're going to pay for it. And you want your people to believe what you're saying and what you're saying is true. And I just think that's so refreshing to hear that. I love that. It's such an interesting world. And there are so many people, as Gravy has said to me often, there are so many people in that world who are so full of it. Oh, So full of total hot air Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you get into it and you see people who are so passionate about it and make it work, really interesting. It's because it's such a foreign concept to so many people. And it's a new concept that people, even my age, you know, are, they don't understand what it is. And, uh, you know, people, it's like me, I'm a personal stylist. People think I'm a blogger and because they don't understand the difference. I said, I'm not a blogger. I'm not an influence. I'm a personal stylist. This is what I do. And so it's, it's just very different what you, you know, just you are a brand ambassador. And that's what you do. And then you're also marketing yourself too. But I love how you relate and you, you know, bring your kids into it. And I mean, my God, who doesn't need a person telling them what restaurants to go to and where to vacation? I love that. It's awesome. And how do you trust these people? I know you personally, but for people that I don't, you know, you got to get these people to trust you. Mm -hmm. So I, I just, I think that's really important. And that's a, that's great that you have, you know, your mom's groups and your other groups that they really believe you. So good on you. Good on you, Gravy. Thank you. Gravy Lou. Good on you, Gravy Lou. She is building an empire and I love it. I mean, what's next for you? What does the future hold? What can we expect? World domination. I know. This is, this is what my husband, he comes to play because he's all about like, what are we going to do next? We need a product. We need to do this. We need to do that. He runs with it. So we just got, my name is a trademark. Okay, queen. I, yes. I told you, she's like Madonna. <laughs> this official. And 
we're just, you know, working on little projects, making things right, protecting ourselves. I took a class recently. It wasn't a class. It was like a Zoom meeting. And they had an attorney giving us advice. And they were like, have an LC. I'm like, check. Yeah. Trademark. Check. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, insurance. Check. I'm like, everything they said, I was like, done, done, done. Because you need to protect yourselves. Oh, for sure. Anything that comes out of your mouth and you're working with a brand, you're a liability. Yeah. And they're going to have their best interest. So how about you? <laughs> right. And tell us about your name. It, is it authentic to your culture or it's it's an unusual name? I've never um, met anyone named Gravy before. Tell us about my grandmother name. gave me the nickname because my name is Gregoria. Oh, Nolan, did you know that? Yes, I figured you knew it too. No, uh, no, I did not know that. Gregoria, I can't do it with the accent, but but only my classmates. If you went to school with me, you call me Gregoria, but everyone else calls me Gravy. My whole family, my friends, everyone calls me Gravy. I never tell people my name is Gregoria. Never. It's only on paper. Here and there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I don't even think my kids know my name is Gregoria. They're like, what? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> and, and what is your culture? Is it Puerto Rican? Is it Dominican? Dominican. Dominican. Okay. Wasn't sure. Yes. We're Dominican. And you've been to the DR plenty of times, I'm sure. Yes. I, I was actually born there. Oh, you were born there. Yeah. So I we migrated here when I was seven. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And then you've built an empire since. Yes. We're working on that. Did you meet your husband here or is he from your country as well? He's Taiwanese. So oh. multicultural. That's why I'm all into the Asian things. He's okay. been teaching me all of the good things. <laughs> I love like Asian fashion, food, beauty, skincare, skincare. I was introduced to skincare because of my mother-in-law. She used to have a spa and they carried Dermalogica mm-hmm. and GM Collins. Mm-hmm. And I started working with the brands because I said that I've been familiar with your products since the age of 16 because my mother-in-law had a spa. And that's what I trust with my face. I tried other products. You know, you go into Macy's and they try to sell you things and you buy it. But I'm like, mm, this is not working. Mm-hmm. But it was actually having a routine. Once I had a routine, that's when my face changed. All of the bumps and like little marks and things like that that teenagers suffer through. I was like, we're going to cut this early. Right. Because I'm going to follow along. My mother-in-law's face is flawless. And I was oh, like, I'm sure. Balls. I mean, yeah. I, I do have to complain about the Asian market. Uh, my husband and I did go to Japan and try on clothes in Japan was not good for your self-esteem. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. Nolan was on the fashion hotline on that. He is like, girl, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm like, they only have up to a medium. What is it yeah. here? Yeah. What, what is it? Do you not have a bar? No, we only carry small size. We don't have bigger sizes. I'm like, okay. I, it was just so foreign, such a foreign concept. Yes. Today. My cousin lived in Japan for four years and we used to ship her clothing. JC Penny, JC Penny ships to Japan. Okay. So a lot of Americans wear JC Penny over there. I don't know if they still do, but they did then. That is hysterical. That's so mm-hmm. funny. She was there for four years, imagine. And even the toothpaste. She's like, I need toothpaste with fluoride. 
Sammy, my toothpaste. <laughs> what kind of product are you thinking about creating? Is it a beauty product? Is it what kind of product? What's next for the gravy empire? I mean, I have so many obsessions. I love hair accessories. I love sunglasses. I'm into nails. I used to actually have a huge nail polish collection because my favorite thing to do on Friday night was invite my girlfriends and my cousins and do nail designs, which I stopped doing. But now I'm like getting back into it. You do your own nails? Shut up. Yeah. Well, now I, you know, I wear like ready to go designs, which is super easy. Do you do the stamps? Yeah, I, you do the stamps or is it stickers? I do the or? stamps. I do the press-on nails are really good too. Have you tried those? I have not. The impress nails are great. And Kiss. I and love they that stay brand on? so much. They, they stay on for 10 days. Get out of town. They do? Yes, they do. And it brings like 30 pieces so you can replace them as they start falling off. I love them so much. And they have a really cool collaboration with Rebecca Minkoff, which is really pretty. Each one has like their own design, the neon. I love nail art. And I don't, in Atlanta, you can find it here, but not every salon does it. And the salon that I really like that's in my neighborhood, she's like, I said, why don't y'all do nails on? She said, my customers don't ask for it. And I'll, she's like, literally, we have about five people that ask for it. So you have to go in a certain area of town to do it. But when mm-hmm. they do it, it's it's really expensive here because not that many people do it. I used to do like Japanese style nails and flushing where my mother-in-law goes. She still goes. Well, not anymore, but I stopped going and the nails will last a whole month. And I will get all these cool designs and like God, pearls I love that. and rhinestones. And it was like. The lady will see me walk through the door and breathe like, oh, my God, that's going to be three hours. She knew. (laughs) She knew I I was about to give her a task. (laughs) When we went to L.A., I Nolan, do you remember I got my nails done in L.A.? And they get you in and out so quick. I mean, and they literally have hundreds of designs, hundreds and hundreds. And there's a little guy in the back and he's doing the airbrush and I had never seen that before. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. That was really popular when I was growing up in Jamaica, Jamaica Queens airbrushing was, it is $15. I mean, the South, we didn't get that yet. Okay. It's not here yet. South's 10 years behind. It was South is 10 years behind. It's okay. (laughs) It's okay. It's the first step is awareness. It's awareness. You know, you've enlightened us so much and you've taught us so much. So many links. Oh my God. You are going to do. love the, the press on nails. They're so no, good. And please come back. I want you to come back and give us an update on the gravy mogul in the making empire. And gravy, can you please tell us your social media links with the correct spelling so we know and people get it right? If so, all your new fans, your Instagram is what? All 12 of them. All 12 of our fans will follow you. <laughs> <laughs> all seven of our listeners. Be so, great. <laughs> so, so it's G R E I V Y. Okay. That's your Instagram. Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, my website. Everything's officially. You know, someone was sitting on my name for years. And not until we had the trademark, I wasn't able to get it. Instagram literally said, okay, you got a trademark. The name is yours. Who else is gravy? Who else on the planet Someone who is had gravy? no friends, two pictures. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I was no, like, queen. give me the name. It's mine. Right. And I mean, you, your alter ego is Gregoria. That's, that's your alter ego. Yeah. I will use that when I'm a little older and I have grandkids. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So you're already <laughs> planning for grandmothership. Um, 
I have a hey, stepson. I have a teenage son, you know, time goes by. I have a fast. stepson and his girlfriend, is serious. I said, if either one of you makes me a grandmother in the next 10 years, you're dead. Do you understand me? You're dead to me. It's not about you. It's about me. I'm yeah. not going to, I mean, I am not going to be a grandmother. Not right now. No. <laughs> imagine, I can't even imagine it. I mean, it's not about you. Take it God, exactly. Gravy, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we are going to put all your stuff in the show notes. There's so much. I have so much new shit to try. You yeah. send us your links, by the way, for yes. like those lips, the, all of those like makeup products, because Lord only knows we will screw up the links somehow. Uh, yeah. You're going to send us all it. the links. When we're going to see you, I'm going to be in New York the entire month of November. Woo woo. Oh, so we're all going to go out. out. We're, we're all going to hang, hang out. We, we have Korean barbecue. Get some food and some soju. We will come. We will come to Flushing. Let's do it. I've never been. We'll go. Thank you so much, Gravy. We love you. And will you please come back? I will be coming back. You going to be coming back to Fashion Crimes, honey. We will love to have you back. And then we'll talk about the rest of your career and your travel and your lifestyle and your kids. And this is Fashion Crimes. And we are out. I'm Holly Katz. And you've been listening to Fashion Crimes Podcast. You can follow Fashion Crimes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Do us a solid and go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join us next week as we investigate, discover, and laugh hysterically at ourselves and other people. Thank you for listening.